Welcome to the King is Coming Soon podcast, which is produced by Dominion Media. This is episode number 386. Our focus is on national and global news events. My name is Cherub. Please stay with us. You are invited to join us on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays for the podcast The King is Coming Soon via the website thekingiscomingsoon.com and on a number of platforms I'll tell you about them later. Here we examine geopolitical realities on their way. Our segments are White House Roundup, Israel and the Middle East News Highlights, and we also have updates from the Kingdom of Heaven, our devotional. This week our special focus continues in the series Jesus is Coming Soon. Today's special guest speaker is Miss Gemma Bletch of Jerusalem, Israel. Gemma was born in London in the UK, 1937 into a totally secular Jewish family. After school, she was trained and worked as a nurse, midwife, social worker, and lastly, as a social work administrator and supervisor. On her 50th birthday, she made Aliyah. That was to immigrate to Israel. And that was 35 years ago. Oh yes, Gemma is 85 years young. Within six months of her aliyah, she met a Jewish believer that led her into a personal relationship with Yeshua, Jesus. For the first time, she knew and experienced what it meant to ask Yeshua into her heart. Gemma loves people. She reaches out to you with a very big, warm, welcoming smile. She's very hospitable and always shows interest in others. She's savvy and conscious of our times. She's no stranger to us. She has previously contributed to the podcast. Please stay tuned. Today, Gemma will share with us on, thirdly, Paul advocates that Christ is preeminent in the church. What does this mean for the body of Christ? Today's scripture text is taken from Psalm chapter 86, verses 6 to 13 and 16 to 17. Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer, and attend to the voice of my supplications. In the day of my trouble, I will call upon you, for you will answer me. Among the gods, there is none like you, O Lord, nor are there any works like your works. All the nations whom you have made shall come and worship you, O Lord, and shall glorify your name, for you are great and do wondrous things. 
you alone are good. Teach me your way, O Lord. I will walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. I will praise you, Lord my God, with all my heart. I will glorify your name for evermore. For great is your mercy toward me, and you delivered my soul from the depths of Sheol. Oh, turn to me and have mercy on me. Give your strength to your servant, and save the son of your maidservant. Show me a sign for good, that those who hate me may see it and be ashamed. Because you, Lord, have helped me and comforted me. This text was taken from the New King James Version. We will definitely see here that this psalm of David is titled, Teach Me Your Way, O Lord. In this song, David, whom we haven't heard from for a long time, sings a request to God, asking him to teach him, he David, his ways. David continues to ask the Lord to unite his heart to fear God's name. What was it he was seeking? In the complete Jewish Bible, they have presented this verse as thus. Adonai, teach me your way, so that I can live by your truth. Make me single-hearted, so I can fear your name. This was taken from Psalm 86, verse 11. We see that David asked the Lord to make his heart single-hearted, so that he can fear God's name. This means David was appealing to God, to help him not to live in doubt and fear as a person who is double-minded. He wanted God to help him to be confident and firm in his faith in God because people who live as double-minded people, the Bible tells us they are like the shaft. They don't have any strong convictions and they really don't find life productive. Learning the way of God is a personal pursuit and it must be diligently sought after by you. Let's hunger after God. Today we will listen to this very beautiful song, Stand, by Donnie McLuckin, found on YouTube.
In today's devotional, we'll be focusing our attention on, thirdly, Paul advocates that Christ is preeminent in the church. What does this mean for the body of Christ? Please stay tuned as we continue in the series, Jesus is coming soon. We'll take a break to tell you of one of the churches that has endorsed our program today. Our first segment comes to you with the compliments of the West Romfield Wesleyan Church in Georgetown, Guyana, South America. The pastor is Reverend Dr. Marvel Williams. The West Romfield Church has resumed in-person services on Sunday mornings. They meet for fellowship at 10.30 a.m. On Sunday evenings, the church hosts a very dynamic service called Power Hour, where individuals can log on via Zoom or Facebook to participate at 7 p.m. On Wednesday evenings, the church meets in person for a Bible study also at 7 p.m. Please make plans to attend this week, either in person or online. The pastor and the brothers and the sisters will warmly welcome you and your family. Welcome back to the podcast, The King is Coming Soon. This is episode number 386. Our focus is on national and global news events. In our first segment, White House Roundup, on Friday, June 30th, the White House released a readout stating that National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan held a meeting with the Communist Party of Vietnam External Relations Commission Chairman. The White House further submitted that the National Security Advisor Sullivan met with the Chairman at the White House on Thursday, June 29th. Additionally, the White House noted that they reaffirmed the strength of bilateral relations between the two countries on this 10th anniversary of the U.S.-Vietnam Comprehensive Partnership and discussed a wide range of areas for future cooperation, including on energy, climate change, investment, education, human rights, and the efforts to uphold peace and stability in the Indo-Pacific. Lastly, the White House added that Sullivan and the chairman shared the view that the US-Vietnam relationship is a very powerful example of reconciliation from the past with the continued potential to drive greater prosperity, stability, and peace in the future. They both look forward to further deepening U.S.-Vietnam ties going forward. We'll take our second break. 
This segment comes to you with the compliments of the Heritage Church at Round Lake Beach in Illinois. The pastor is Pastor Justin Leib. The Heritage Church meets on Sundays at 10 a.m. You can find the Heritage Church at 2007 Civic Center Way, Round Lake Beach at the zip code 60073. To contact the Heritage Church, you can call 855-438-7440 or visit their website info at heritagechurch.cc. Residents in the Chicago and other areas are invited to make plans to attend this week. Pastor Justin and team will make you and your family feel at home. Welcome back to the Dominion Media. The King is Coming Soon podcast. Our focus today is on national and global news events. In our second segment, Israel and the Middle East news highlights, Israel's Ministry of Foreign Affairs retweeted a message posted on Wednesday, June 28th by Israel's Minister of Foreign Affairs on his meeting with the visiting Iowa governor in Jerusalem. Foreign Minister Eli Cohen tweeted that on Wednesday he met with Governor Kim Reynolds, the governor of Iowa. He noted that Iowa was one of the first states to pass anti-BDS legislation and to adopt the IHRA definition of anti-Semitism. Lastly, another foreign ministry official added in a tweet that from celebrating Israel's 75th anniversary and exploring their shared heritage to building platforms for further deepening their business partnership the alliance between the Hawkeye State and Israel has never been better. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. We are examining national and global news events. Today we feature the book, Threads in the Tapestry, Conflict and Resolution in the Middle East, is the two-state solution the only viable option for Middle East peace? Written by Yestruli Cherub Nichols. It is available at Walmart and on Amazon. You can also find the link to the book via the website thekingiscomingsoon.com Threads in the Tapestry Conflict and Resolution in the Middle East can be simply explained in a love story. God, the great king, chooses for himself a wife. Her name is Israel. This great king loves his wife very much and would do anything to shower her with his affection. Please order your copy today to get the rest of the story. Finally, in segment three, we will look at updates from the kingdom of heaven. 
This week we are focusing on Jesus is coming soon. Before we continue, let's have a quick review of today's news. On Friday, June 30th, the White House released a readout stating that the National Security Advisor held a meeting with the Communist Party of Vietnam External Relations Commission Chairman. Both sides stated that they look forward to further deepening U.S.-Vietnam ties going forward. Internationally, Israel's Ministry of Foreign Affairs retweeted a message posted on Wednesday, June 28th by Israel's Minister of Foreign Affairs on his meeting with the visiting Iowa governor in Jerusalem. Welcome to our devotional. All week we've been looking at the series, Jesus is Coming Soon. On Monday we focused on, in Colossians chapter 1, Paul profiles Jesus in three key ways. Firstly, Christ is preeminent in creation. On Wednesday it was, secondly, Christ is preeminent in redemption. Likewise, on Friday, our special guest speaker will share with us on. Thirdly, Paul advocates that Christ is preeminent in the church. What does this mean for the body of Christ? Let's begin our devotional with this scripture text. The mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations but now has been revealed to his saints. To them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. To this end, I also labor, striving according to his working, which works in me mightily. This text was taken from Colossians chapter 1, verses 26 to 29. Gemma illustrates the viability of the King of Kings, and how he is distinguished from all the kings among men. Kindly listen with rapt attention to this very powerful message. You'll be fascinated. Please, let's welcome our special guest, Gemma. Cherub has asked me to say a few words on what the preeminence of Christ means for the body of Christ. Initially, it seems like an oxymoron, as there's no church, no body of believers, if he is not head of each individual life as well as the whole church. So let us briefly untangle a few words. Christ means Messiah, and Messiah means anointed one. There have been and will be many false messiahs, so it's important to identify why Yeshua is our Messiah, our King of Kings. We identify him as the real one because he does what he says he will do. 
He forgives sin and delivers from the power of sin. He heals the sick and opens the eyes of the blind, literally and spiritually. He came to serve, not to be served. He came to suffer and die. He sent his comforter, his spirit, to strengthen and give life after he'd left this world. Above all, God raised him from the dead, and so he has conquered the power of sin and death. So when he becomes my Messiah, my God, my Lord, I give him my life, and he, in return for my offering of sin and failure, gives me his life. That is, all his characteristics are on offer to me if I walk in obedience to my new king. The kingdom, that is the rule and dominion of that king, is now on earth in me. So I then become part of his body, which most call the church, the group of called out ones, those who've said, yes, you are my God and King. I'm a Brit, though I've lived in Israel for over 35 years, but the recent coronation of King Charles highlights the issue. In human terms, we're asked to be loyal to a human king, and he in turn swore he would stay loyal to the King of Kings and the Word of God. He said at the coronation he'd come to serve, but the proof will be the quality of his life and service at the end, as we saw with his mother, Queen Elizabeth. So now we have a King of Kings whom we promise to live for, and he in turn keeps all his promises to us even when we mess up. In reality, anybody has to have a head, and we're told and we discover when we accept Yeshua as head of our life that we've become part of his body. Anybody has to have a head. No head, no life. If my head is chopped off for any reason, I'm dead. If the church, the body of believers, chops off its head, Yeshua the Messiah, they, it dies. It then becomes, as too often happens, an in-group of like-minded, even like-believing people. The reason for this can be many. Leadership problems, single focus issues such as evangelism, deliverance, healing ministries, etc., 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 which can all become ends in themselves. The key is being sure that Christ does indeed stay the head of the body. And this means a deeper and deeper knowledge of who he is. Too often the truth of what an amazing God we have can be sidestepped with talk of love and community. We need to grow up. And there's a sort of checklist which I believe we can all echo in our own lives. More quality time with the Lord. We need more serious Bible study, more solid Bible reading, a better grasp of the New Testament, which we soon discover is an upgrade and fulfilling of the Hebrew scriptures. It says, it is written, but I say to you, more real fellowship with other believers, not small talk and complaining. Real integrity at looking at some of the theological issues which keep us blind seeking the Lord for a better grasp of his plan of salvation, being sure that the elephant in the room of replacement theology is fully exposed by the light of the word. This means that knowing God is always faithful to his covenant promises to Abraham and his seed and to his land, Israel. 
We're living in the days when we're back in his land. The dry bones of Ezekiel are coming to life. And as the days get darker all around, more and more Jews are coming home to their ancestral land. So we can have, as Cherub calls this podcast, knowledge that the king is coming soon. We can have a renewed joyous expectation of that return of the king of kings without getting bogged down in timelines and events beforehand. So we could end with Paul's words to the believers in Ephesus, both Jew and Gentile. He urges us to walk in the manner to which we have been called, with humility, gentleness, patience and love, always endeavouring to keep the unity of the Spirit. Then he says in Ephesians 4, 1-6, There is one body, one spirit, one hope, one Lord, one faith, one immersion, one God and Father of all. So let us thus walk, always remembering that our head really is the King of Kings, the creator of the universe, with the amazing knowledge that this King is also our friend, who promises never to leave us, even in these last days. Blessings on all of you who listen. On behalf of the podcast listeners, I would like to express our sincere gratitude to our special guest, Gemma, for her very insightful presentation. She demonstrated how Jesus, Yeshua, is the Messiah and the head of the body, the church. She says, anybody without a head is dead. No head means there is no life. Let's examine whether Jesus, Yeshua, is our head. And if he's not, then let us pray asking him to be. Please, let's pray. Our Father who art in heaven, we hallow your holy name. Your kingdom come. We invite your kingdom in our hearts, in our lives, in our spheres of influence, in our communities, in our countries. For yours is the kingdom. Jesus is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He is the preeminent in creation, the preeminent in redemption. And today, We crown him, we worship him as our king, preeminent in our lives, as the body of Christ. We thank you for this word today. We thank you for Gemma's knowledge of what a kingdom is like and what it's about and her being able to explain it to us who have never lived in a kingdom. We ask you, Lord, to be our king to be the head of our lives, to be the head of the church, so that we can worship you and proclaim your kingdom in our lives and in our world, so that the world, through this proclamation, would come to know you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For those who are not believers, who have not accepted the Lord, who did not believe in the Lord, We pray that today you have come to the realization that there is only one Lord, one King, Jesus Christ. He is the King of Kings. So make the decision, accept the invitation to serve him today. Please repeat this prayer after us. Lord Jesus, Yeshua, I invite you into my heart. 
I repent of my sins. I make you Lord of my life. For without your lordship, I'm dead. Without your being my king, I am not alive. I'm a walking dead. It's only through you I'm quickened and made alive. And so I want to live, not only in eternity, but live here as your representative. In your holy name I pray. Amen. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. This is episode number 386. In closing, we would like to say thank you for staying with us. You can find the King is Coming Soon podcast via multiple platforms, namely Anchor, Apple Podcasts Connect, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Google Podbeans, Sokay, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, Pandora, Radio Public, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and on the website, thekingiscomingsoon.com. Please advertise with us for a great price. Kindly fill out your request form on the website, thekingiscomingsoon.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors. I would also like to express our heartfelt appreciation to Ukaj, who sounded the shofar, and to our special guest speaker, Gemma. She emphasised that the church needs to grow up and offered us a number of points on her checklist to help us ascertain whether we are growing or not. Gemma finally urged us to walk in remembrance of the fact that our head is really the king of kings and that he is also the creator of the universe. I have been your presenter, Cherub. Jesus, Yeshua, is coming soon. See you next time. Shalom.